0: Hello and uh, welcome to this bonus episode of the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by your two usual hosts here, Mr. Tom Mannering. Hello. And myself, Josh Hartley, and yes, this is a bonus episode. If you uh, tuned in last week, you will know that uh, Tom has been given a book to review. So uh, I have not read this, so I am going to ask him all the stupid questions about uh, about it. So, so what, what what have we got here, Tom? So what we've been, uh, well, what I've been reading, uh, and what we're going to review today
1: is the uh, New Critical Role novel, uh, Vox Machina Kith and Kin uh, mm-hmm. which is coming out on the 30th of November uh, so it should be dropping very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is written by, and I'm going to do my best to pronounce this name so I apologise if I get it wrong but it's, I believe it is Mariek Nkamp, Uh mm-hmm. I think that's right and um, and yeah, basically we were given this, uh, so this is uh, published by Penguin Random House. Uh, it's been provided to us by uh, D&D Scotland, uh, a review copy. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're going to have a chat about that. So I've been reading this over the last uh, couple of weeks um, and thought we could kind of discuss it, uh, give my thoughts on it, uh, and I can uh, I can sell it to Josh, I
0: reckon. <laughs> sure, okay, let's go well well. First things first then this is then just to be clear this is a novel rather than like a source book for Dungeons and Dragons is that right
1: Yeah that's right this is a this is a full-on uh, a full-fledged novel uh, not graphic uh, it is uh, your old school uh, novel I do believe it is getting uh, an audiobook release as well Okay uh, as well as the the novel itself but I'm reviewing the the physical uh, hard copy uh, but mm-hmm. which is just, just just to to get out of the way is a stunning book. Like the the cover is beautiful. I'll show it, it to does Josh. It nice, yeah. Uh, and you'll see it on our um, on our Facebook as well. Uh, it's got the two main characters, uh, Vaxel Dan and Vexalia from mm-hmm. uh, Critical Role uh, season one, who are obviously the two characters in the book. Uh, mm-hmm. Very nice uh, hardcover book, which is nice. I've not had a hardcover book for a, a while, uh, so it's it's a nice little treat
0: to have something a bit a bit fancy. Oh, yeah, fancy. <laughs> fancy rightio so uh, we've covered off then which characters it concerns so how was it as a read so i suppose the the uh too long didn't read
1: is it's really good um, Cool. really really good that's it guys that's the episode See you later. thanks for tuning in <laughs> No, it's. Uh, I've I've got a lot to say, but I'll I'll try and be concise, and I will try mm-hmm. and uh, avoid spoiler territory as well. Okay. Um, for anyone that does want to read it, because I appreciate obviously. If you
0: are if you are very sensitive to spoilers, perhaps tune out now and come back to us once you finish reading. Should be okay. You should be okay. okay. I'm going to keep it
1: okay. spoiler as spoiler safe as I can. Uh, if you've not seen Critical Role season one, you may mm. want to tune out because I probably will allude to some some parts of that at the very least. But um, for the book itself, I'll I'll keep it very vague. Sure. Um, so basically, there's a couple of things I want to touch on before I get into the meat of the book. There's a few things I kind of want to comment on about the the book itself, like the the way it's written. Uh, it's really well written um, straight off the bat, but. One thing that kind of came out to me a lot as I was reading it, and and kind of uh, hit me probably in the first few chapters, is just how kind of diverse um, mm. the the cast is, if you want to call it, you know the characters um, that they encounter throughout the novel. Um, there's lots of different sort of backgrounds um, in in all different contexts, uh, characters um, that are all really real, well written, and are included very organically very naturally mm-hmm. you know it doesn't feel forced it, it it blends seamlessly into the world and it doesn't really come as as much of a surprise because the author has a a really strong uh background in in writing sort of very diverse content mm-hmm. um they've they've written uh one of the previous books that i haven't read uh, but i did a little bit of research on uh is uh called unbroken uh, 13 stories starring disabled teens which is okay. that's really good for for people with disabilities that don't see the kind of representation in mm-hmm. in media. Uh, I mean, I, I certainly can't recall many stories that I read as a kid that had like characters with with you know certainly not um, noticeable disabilities. Sure. Um, so that's really good, and, and there's a there's certainly some of that included in this book. Uh, there's a character that appears very early on in a wheelchair. There's a character that is referenced several times on crutches. Uh, there's a diversity of sexualities is shown, not in any you know explicit detail, um, mm-hmm. but sort of sexual interest and romantic interest um, is kind of alluded between uh, different characters in a in a very sensitive but but inclusive way. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was one thing I really wanted to kind of mention. Uh, it doesn't take away from how good it is as a novel, but I think it's it's to the author's credit, um, and it's very much in line with the. The ethos of critical role as a company, I think, Um, yeah, you know, inclusivity and diversity is really important. So Mm -hmm. that's that's the first thing I kind of wanted to touch on. Uh, The book itself takes a really nice structure. Uh, It kind of goes, it's one story um, that kind of you know has a beginning, middle, and an end. Um, But what what they do that I really like about it is there's chapters that kind of flash back to Mm -hmm. the characters. Uh, sort of very early history like their childhood and kind of flashback to scenes of them growing up and and things that have informed the characters they become both in this novel mm-hmm. and that we also kind of see play out uh, in critical role and there's allusions to that which I really really appreciated um, you know there's a really solid story in here and uh, I can give a little bit away without giving too much basically the the synopsis of the book is that the two twins uh vex and vax are basically sent on a mission mm-hmm. where events transpire that kind of put them on opposite sides and right. it's about them reconciling their relationship with each other and and the fact that their entire sort of ethos is um that they're together you know mm-hmm. that they, they've always got each other's backs with the kind of uh, relationships they build in the book as well and the situations that they're mm-hmm. placed in she's so got a really strong I'd call it a simple storyline but I think that does it a disservice because it actually has a really a really good amount of depth to it and the characters mm-hmm. are really well written with a a lot of sort of um nice little flares and and, and sort of elements that you know they're not just there to facilitate this story mm-hmm. they have their own, stories themselves their own motivations their own interests and i, I really like that because i have read novels before where it's very clear that the main characters are the main characters and everybody else mm-hmm. is just there to push the story along you know whereas in this it does feel like the the supporting characters do have their own narratives um mm-hmm. and their own interests and and you see where they kind of align, and yeah, uh, their that, own
0: lives out with the yeah, story exactly that, that you are
1: reading. Exactly that. So that's really good. But the the little flashback scenes are great. Like I really enjoyed those. One thing that I always worry about with stuff like this, uh, where it's tied into an existing franchise, especially when it's prequel material, which this is. Um, this all happens before any of the Critical Role series starts. Okay. I think it even starts before all of the graphic novels which are set before that as well okay Uh, and i think it's actually going to be before the legend of vox machina as well it will be before Mm -hmm. the legend of vox Vox machina as well it's coming out so one thing that i always worry about and i'll I'll reference uh the film solo for for Mm -hmm. context here so in the film solo they they go to this like ridiculous extent to explain everything about Han Solo's background that has sure, ever featured right, yeah. in like a Star Wars thing. So every little thing down to like his dice, the ship, things that he's done, they're all referenced. There is mm-hmm. some of that in this, I'm not gonna pretend there isn't, but it's yeah. not to a ridiculous degree. It's not sure. every single thing that they ever do or collect appears in it, you know, every single thing is justified. There are a few and again I won't spoil anything, but there are a few sort of trademarks of the characters characters mm-hmm. that do come up uh in the later later content they're in that are sort of introduced here or, mm-hmm. or referenced. There are some very nice little like nods to what anyone with a familiarity with the subject matter will know becomes of the characters without being, you know, hitting you on the back of the head with a mm-hmm. frying pan, obvious. They're just nice little nods that you might pick up on. Um, it's clear, like one thing that I do really appreciate and, and it's it's kind of a given but it's clear that the author is is a fan of the content, and and they yeah. say as much in the the acknowledgement section. You know that um, they are a big fan of uh, critical role, and and you know they're really privileged to to actually be writing a book for it. So I thought I was really good. Mm-hmm. I'm conscious I've talked a lot, so.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Quite all right. Quite all right. It's all good. One thing that follows on quite nicely from uh, from uh, what you were just saying about her being a, a fan of Critical Role is, um, I was going to ask, do you need to be a fan of Critical Role to get this? No. To, 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 right, okay. No, I don't think so at all. I think if you are a fan of Critical Role,
1: you're going to appreciate it probably more. But I think if I was when I was younger for sure I would just pick up random fantasy novels without Mm -hmm. any context and and quite often I would pick up stuff that was like the middle of a trilogy you know and and stuff like that just because the cover looked cool but I think if you if you picked this up off a a bookshelf as just a a cool fantasy novel uh Mm -hmm. you know you liked the artwork on the cover which would be understandable or you know you just heard a critical role and you thought this would be your your entry point I actually think this would be either as a standalone novel or as an entry point to critical role a really good read like just mm-hmm. it's a really solid very nicely self-contained story that's the thing it doesn't like kind of it doesn't leave loose ends you know it, yeah it doesn't it doesn't try to tie into critical role in a yeah, way absolutely that, you know, it... every
0: little detail yeah, yeah exactly
1: you know everything that starts in this and ends in this is, is self-contained uh, and I think that's really to the author's credit you know that, that it is all there. Um, and you've you've got a very strong self-contained story. I think if you like fantasy novels of any type, especially if you like D and D, you know, Pathfinder, mm. that kind of uh, genre of of content, you're gonna you're gonna get your your money's worth um, out of this. Um, it does have uh, in the front. Uh, it does have a really nice map of Tal'Dorei, which is the continent that it's set Lo- on. Love a good map. Love a map, and like it's it's such a classic thing like i remember like novels that i read that were fancy would have like maps it'd usually yeah. like be in the middle pages like in the mm-hmm. the, the split seam in the middle um i, I just i love stuff like that yeah because um, even though i've seen maps of this like i know taldori pretty well as, as a mm-hmm. fan but it's just nice to see this map and like you've got a frame of reference for the book if you particularly mm-hmm. want to go and like look at where they're talking about um and it just it immediately kind of draws you into the the world a little bit as well um but no I, th- I thought it was like really strongly written from the the outset mm-hmm. um really good characterization I love the way the bond between uh Vex and uh, Vax is written mm-hmm. um I I don't have this is a, a bit of a personal take on it I don't have direct brothers and sisters um mm-hmm. I have step siblings that I got much later in life, but um, it's really interesting for me as someone who hasn't had that kind of connection in their life to actually mm-hmm. read characters. And it's not—it's not like the first time I've done it, but to actually read characters that have a very close familial yeah. bond, and—and and it's not something that I can identify with directly, but it's something that you know is—is is really interesting to me. And the way they're written, that kind of closeness. Um, that the detail they go into about you know how much they mean to each other, and you see that play out through the story is, is really really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed that element of it as well. Uh, the other thing I do want to quickly touch on as well is, um, with it being a fantasy novel, you're going to have action scenes, yes, you know, it's pretty much a given, and I think. S- my experience is with some some novels of of that type, be they action in sci fi or fantasy. It can be a bit do or die for some of them. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can go too far where you yeah. go you over describe your action scenes, and I think on the 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 reverse of it, you can go you know with too little. You know they have a fight, he won kind of thing, <laughs> and I think there's yeah. a there's a really nice balance in this where your your fight scenes are there. Um, but they don't go on too long. You know, Mm -hmm. there's enough there for you to get excited, to get invested, to kind of draw you into the moment. Uh, Some really nice descriptions of uh, what's happening in the combat. But again, Mm -hmm. a lot of it's kind of focused on how the characters are feeling, what they're seeing, their sensations, Mm -hmm. their reactions. It's less about, you know, like unnecessary gory descriptions. There's nothing like that. You know, there's some nice... um, Sort of characterizations of some of the the enemies and things mm-hmm. uh, that give you a good kind of visual. Uh, the particular enemy that they do sort of fight a number of times through this is 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 both very easy to kind of identify with, but has a nice like unique twist on it, uh, sure. which I really enjoyed as well. Um, that kind of made it its own thing, um, which I thought was really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked the action. It was it was good pacing. I've I've read some some other novels and like. The action just goes on forever. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. I don't need to hear about Non-stop. every sword. Non-stop. Blade, Non-stop. You know? Yeah, every sword, every swing, every move, you know, it's just Would a they be Black
0: Library novels? I mean, there there might be chance? some of them. <laughs> there might
1: be some of them. I'm not I'm not here to criticize other novels. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think uh overall, uh Machina, Kith and Kin, really good book, uh, really strong, does a lot of credit to the source material without mm. pandering. Um, which is to its credit, um, is a re- really strong self contained story itself. Has some really nice flashback mm-hmm. content as well that kind of informs on the characters. If you do have that familiarity with um, the source material, um, I would definitely recommend it. I will say, you know, I am going to be a bit biased. I am a Critical Role fan. Mm-hmm. I-, I have to be honest about that. But I haven't gone out of my way to taken a lot of the extra critical role content. I've I've had a few looks at some of the graphic novels and things, and they are good, um, but I think probably this is one of my favourites that I'm yeah. kind of engaged with beyond, you know, the immediate source material.
0: Uh, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a recommend from me. Fantastic. Well, uh, so, and yes, uh, as you were saying earlier in the episode, this will be out on uh, the 30th of November, so very soon after you're listening to this, if not already. And available online and through bookshops as well. Yeah, and
1: uh, if you are interested in Critical Role or you know anyone that is, this would be a nice wee uh, present, I imagine. Uh, so it's come at ah, a good time of year. So
0: yeah, I hear there is a gift exchanging holiday <laughs> coming up. So. For those with the, uh, the want and desire to do so. <laughs> <laughs> Rightio, well, on that note, thank you very much for that, Tom. And as always, guys, thank you very much for listening. And until next time, take care. Bye. Bye.